No, I don't know. I don't. I don't care anymore. <laughs> okay. The world's gonna end. I don't care. Basically, yeah. We only have a couple more left. Yeah. You only. Sure. Is that what you're saying? As 2020 finally comes to an end, we say Happy New Year as we enter 2021. We went through a lot of pain and agony, but have also a lot of joy. We made it through a contentious election, civil unrest, and hopefully the worst part of COVID, as we hope to turn the page and look to the future. The Jackie Podcast continues to hope to bring comedy and smiles and a little bit of levity to some of the more crazy things that go on in the world. This week's episode is one of those what if episodes. What if the world was going to end? What would you do? Now, when trying to record the open to this, a lot of stuff has happened since we recorded. And a lot has come to my mind. And it, this has been a really hard one to record, to be honest. As all of you guys know, you know, we plug, you know, my other podcast, the Workshop Wrestling Podcast, with my buddy and uh, Jason Brooks. Um, on that side of the world, uh, the day after Christmas, uh, professional wrestler Brody Lee passed away at the age of 41 and left behind a wife and two young children. This hit me extremely hard, I think because I'm 42, Jay being 41, a lot of our friends being in that age group, and also having, you know, young families, young children, and, you know, I guess maybe it just makes you think about your own mortality, and it was just like kind of just a shock, and it kind of hit me a lot harder than I expected it to. And it just made you think about a lot of your own life and decisions and how fortunate we are to have each other and, you know, have the outlet like the Jackie podcast and the Workshop Wrestling podcast talk to everyone and how important it is that you guys are here and how much we appreciate you each and every week. It makes you think. And then as I'm recording this now, as I finally had a chance to do this, you see that uh, one of the pioneers of rap, Dr. Dre, from NWA, and the guy who brought us such great rappers as Eminem, is in the ICU with a brain aneurysm. And, you know, as much as we think, you know, 2021 is going to be the great new year, we only can hope that things are going to get better. So, you know, as we say goodbye to 2020... And Happy New Year. Always remember the You Don't Know Jackie podcast with Jackie Rachel, Jackie Endy, Jackie Brandon, Jackie Larry, Jackie Joanne, and all the other Jackies out there are always going to be here with you. Until we reach episode 100 and uh, I renegotiate my contract. Well, last month Brandon sent me this uh, article that there was... uh, 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 well, I know it's an unidentified object, but something astronomer, astronomers weren't sure what it was. It was like hurling towards Earth. And it was basically like uh, the day of the article. It was like, well, tomorrow it'll go past Earth. And it like didn't hit, obviously didn't hit Earth. We're still here. So 
Yay. You didn't hear about anything hitting, hitting into the earth, but it was like, I think it was about like 31,000 miles away. And they were, they were first, they were trying to see, like, first they thought there was maybe an asteroid, but it wasn't. And um, then they thought maybe it was, you know, how old missions, sometimes there's like, I don't know if you would call it like shrapnel or whatever, but like leftover stuff in space. And they thought it was something from that. But it was just Brandon goes, what would happen if this was like expected to hit Earth? Like it's going to miss and like narrowly miss. But he wanted he wanted to know. I think Corey would have been a few days ago. I feel like Corey's answers would have been different. And he was in a mode where I really wanted to see what he would say about if there was like a meteor about to hit Earth. Like, what would you do? What would you, you know what I mean? Or what, like, any thoughts about that? Are you talking to me or Corey? <laughs> or this is a general question. <laughs> general question. Jackie yeah. S's. Hello? <laughs> Can you tell us? <laughs> what would I do if a meteor was going to hit her? Cricket crickets? Well, you know, yeah, I, I, mean, thought like, about, I thought about this that... before. What? I have. I have thought about this before. I'm like, like what the if end we of found? The world? Yeah, yeah. Like, what would I do? Like, what's my immediate reaction? And YOLO. I yeah, I mean, I used to think when I was little, I like, I feel like there was the not little, little, but there, like, before I kissed a boy, I was like, well, I would just grab the nearest boy and kiss him so that mm, I wouldn't the die. The nearest? <laughs> Be careful about that. <laughs> well, I would think, like, you know, like, you know, what would I do? I just go run up to people, grab them, that kind of thing. Um, and kiss them? Yeah, I was like... So, or like if know. you hadn't had sex yet, would you... You were just thinking kiss? Or you were like... Yeah, I mean, I think I'm like too prudish to just like have sex with a stranger just because the world's ending. But, um, <laughs> I, yeah, definitely, like, you know, I, I... That was my phase, though, when I was, like, you know, every love song, I was like, ah, like, it really resonated with me, even though, like, I'd never been in love or anything. But now that I, you know, have, like, a serious partner, I would just want to, like, spend it with them, just with Mm -hmm. with them. Like, I would want to make sure I'm with them when we're going to die. It's interesting, too, (laughs) because right now this was happening and during the time of like covid and stuff so it's like well that you would like throw everything out the window with that right and be like i want to see my family yeah i think i don't know Corey. and i would want would be a one last song from uh, from jackie to start off an episode I guess I don't get that request. All right, fine, whatever. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know what you do at the end of the world. Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> there you go. All right, my life is complete. All right, we, could all, we can go down, go down flames. Corey, would you try furiously to start editing the rest of the episodes of the podcast <laughs> if the world's going to end? But no, this is what I was thinking, because like, even if there's things of the world was going to end, right? Like, how many people would be going... Like, there's people that need to work for the society to function. Would everyone just say, nope, that's it. So then what do you do? Right? Because, and even, like, if the world's ending, you know these people, like, you know, in all these disaster movies, people are on the television, like, reporting live. The yeah. The coming. This is coming. No, thank you. I wouldn't want to be. Like, why? I, like, the world's ending. I don't need to be like, oh, I'm reporting on the end of the world. No one's going to care. No one's going to know. Don't you think? But I think there's a point where maybe you're skeptical that the world's not going to end. 
you know, like if you're going to be a little bit, oh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't cut ties with my job. Like, oh, what if it, what yeah. if the world doesn't end? Then how am I going to show up to work on Monday? I mean, it'd be like a little bit of a mayhem situation. Like I'm sure people would be like um, raiding, yeah. you know, well, stores. Because who's going to want to work at the grocery store either? Like they'll just be like, oh, take the rest of the food. Like who's going to want to supply all this stuff and how soon in advance like, if you know way far in advance, I feel like people might be like, well, we can work on it. We can try to, you know, change the course of this or do something to prevent it, right? But, like, at some point, there's nothing you but, can do. Right. For some, right. And then you're going to be spending your final well, mi- minutes doing, like, something that was, like, pointless. Trying to stop a meteor, you can't. Yeah. God, just go kiss people. <laughs> <laughs> Grab people on the street and kiss them. Um, <laughs> meteors coming, asteroid coming. Let me just rip off my clothes, start walking down the street. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I mean I have daydreamed about these kinds of things. And then I just I'm like, oh, you know what, I don't want to think about it because But it is I also different if you knew you, that you were going to die. Like not the world is ending. Now it's just you know you or like maybe your sex you know you know what i mean then i feel like what what would you get done on your bucket list if it was just you because now there's not mayhem all over i mean you could still right. go kiss everybody i guess right <laughs> but just yeah. be careful with your like i don't care sexual harassment suit i'll be dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but I feel I like then there's some aspect where you want to leave stuff behind for the people that will be here, right? Yeah. Like, I would just make sure I got to, like, see everybody or say everything I wanted to say to people. Like, I would reach out to people maybe I haven't spoken to in years and be like, hey, you know, I know we haven't spoken in a long time, but this is just something I have to say to you before I go. But that now, I, do you think no there's one's a point business. live every day like it's your last, so you should always do that? Do you have unsaid words? Do you have I mean, anything unsaid yeah. to the Jackie S's that you've been holding in? <laughs> um, I I do try actually. That's something that it wasn't so much of a like New Year's resolution, but it was something that I decided going forward that I wanted if I'm thinking of somebody to reach out to them and not just wait because you're not promised like yeah the opportunity. You or they're not either right like yeah you so I wanted t- to say something to them and. If I'm thinking of somebody, can't. I really try to just reach out to them. I'm. It's it's ha- more it's harder, uh, easier said than done, to like talk about the difficult things, like reaching out and trying to like maybe resolve some like tension or issues from the past. That's harder. But reaching out and telling somebody, you know, just thinking of you, want you know yeah. you're loved. It still can be kind of awkward at times because I'm like you don't know what people are gonna respond with, but it does make me feel better knowing at least you that. Tried. Yeah, I yeah. tried. And sometimes people don't respond. It's happened where somebody's literally never responded, and that's okay. At least I said it, so I said my piece. You know. Right. <laughs> what do you think about that, Corey? I'm going the opposite way. I'm just gonna start burning every bridge that I know and just start <laughs> telling people the truth and just. Gonna just start telling everybody. Corey's like, Corey's like, wait, world is ending. I'm dying. I get away with murder. Finally, finally. (laughs) Jackie Rachel's going to kiss people, grab people off the street and kiss them. Corey's gonna grab people off the street and murder them. Wow, we are not the same. 
I'll go somewhere in the middle. I don't know. What's what's the middle? Say hi, a hug, a wave. I don't know. We can't help people anymore. Peace sign. You're going to just randomly, some people you'll stab, some people you'll you'll save. You know, you'll be somewhere in the middle. Oh, a bit of each. There you go. I can never make up my mind. You know, he's like, do you want chocolate or vanilla? All right, scoop of each. I'll take both. But um, I don't know. I think it all depends on your how you woke up that day. You know, if you find out that the world is ending and you woke up with, you know, a bright, happy disposition, you'll be a little bit more like uh, Jackie Rachel and be like, all right, you know, make amends, hope everything for the best, right. try to save, save the world. You woke, you woke up with, you know, in a bad mood, you'll be more, I guess, like my, my idea of just be like, all right, it's all going to end. Let's go out with a blaze of glory. You know, I mean, I think like that- what's the um, what unfunished business do you have in general? Like if you're if you have a vendetta against somebody, then you'd be more likely to swing that way, maybe, right? Like let me go finish this off. Or would you just be like, well, the whole world's gonna it depends. If it's different. If the whole world's gonna end, maybe you give that vendetta up. But if just your life is gonna end, mm, you might go on a mercenary mission. But is it more important to be with your loved ones? What do you think, Corey? Uh depends on how much you like your loved ones. No. Um I don't or know. Like, I mean, well, I- enough time with them that's good yeah. okay i, I need to I, go I, I, I saw them quite a bit yesterday i mean they've got enough I me mean, let's, let's spend time with other people you have no. friends um, too you have friends as well have friends in low places yeah um in low places uh but no i i don't know i think each person is different in that respect i mean i think you you want to go and make the best of the time that you would have left but i think also in the limited time, I think you mostly go through like the different stages of grief in finding out the world is most likely ending. And I think by the time you get to most of those stages, the world's already ended. So I think you're screwed. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that kind of no matter what, if you like, depending on how much time you like a day, I'm guessing Denial, less than a day, there's that. nothing you can do at that point. You just try to fit in as much as you can. But like bucket list stuff what am I going to go jump out of an airplane? I I can't. I do feel like it was a couple... See, this is the thing. Yeah, you might not know. You might be tracking this asteroid because the article um, seemed to say, I think it was first, like, noticed probably, like, a month or two prior. But even at that point, I don't know. Maybe you don't know it's on a collision course with Earth or exactly where... You know what I mean? Like, what if the math's wrong or, you know... And maybe I would be happier just not knowing, to be quite honest. Well, that's the other question is, in general, like, you know, that old thing of, like, if you knew when you were going to die, would you want to know? Like, if you could know today. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to know, no. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to know. That, then you're just thinking about, that's all you would think yeah. about. Yeah, I feel like we all agree. <laughs> that's one thing we agree on. <laughs> it's better not knowing. Corey would know he would be planning, like, a murders leading up to, like, the weeks before. Like, oh, well, soon. They won't get to trial. <laughs> they won't get to trial. I'd be sitting there going, wait, I have this many more episodes of the Workshop Wrestling Podcast I have to do? I gotta watch. But you, and you wouldn't know oh, what you were God, doing. No. And I feel like it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird, like, if people would go and be, like, negligent. Because it's like, well, I'm not going to die until, you know, 20, whatever, 62. It's like, okay, well you know i don't know i don't know if that means like you can't die before then if you're trying to do all these risky things i feel like psychologically it messes with you yeah i think you i don't think you want to 
I think like knowing that you're going to die at a certain point, I think then you become a lot more reckless and you tempt fate because you think that you basically can live through anything because you have that predetermined moment. And I think you become, you can become a lot more, you become a lot more reckless or you become so afraid of your own shadow Mm -hmm. that you just have, you think like I have this limited amount of time that anything I can do can be my last moment that you just become, I think I you almost become afraid of your own shadow that you've just yeah. almost kind of almost stopped living, you know? Yeah. No, it's definitely more of a curse than it is a blessing to know, I think. But now what do you think of this? I don't know if you've seen, I just watched uh, The Farewell. I think it's really good. And I, I guess like the general premise of the movie is like the grandmother was is diagnosed with cancer and they they told the family that she has i don't know three to six months to live so but she doesn't know and the i guess she's in china and i guess they in the movie it's a common thing that a lot of times the family chooses not to tell the dying person that's kind of bizarre it, I mean, it's definitely bizarre for um, the United States. That's why, is it like a cultural difference? And like, I mean, I guess you could say, is there the idea of like the person not giving up? If, if they don't know, they can't like, you know, um, like psychologically, that's not in their head. There's no effect of like them saying, oh, well, like I have this cancer, you know, whatever. But it's, it's not going to change the way people treat them. Also in the movie, I mean, what they do, this is just like basic, like starting of the movie or whatever, um, because the family's separated, like the the grandmother's in China still, and uh, one son and his family had moved to the United States and been living in the United States for 25 years. And the other son and his family are living in Japan. And I guess like the... (laughs) The son in that Japanese family, uh, his son, so the grandson had, you know, just started dating a girl and they said, well, you know what, let's get them, say they're getting married. So everyone has an excuse to get together and it won't like raise her suspicion about why is everyone here so they can all go see her and all spend time together. Yeah. But now you just fake this whole wedding, this poor girl. <laughs> like, Yeah. I don't know. That I mean, I don't know if convoluted. they actually did get married, if they just said, like, well, just, uh... <laughs> it uh, stars Aquafina, and it, you can catch it now on uh, on Hulu. So it's on uh, streaming. So, yeah, it was uh, oh, I, a I lot like of buzz Aquafina. last year. Thank you. I, I or, saw it on uh, Amazon Victor. Prime, Corey, so they can also see it there. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Letting people, you know, the Jackies know where they can find uh, No, no, that was very helpful. Yes, you can. I Aquafina, I don't know. That's I love the, Aquafina. What else is she, she in? Nora, um, Nora from Queens. I don't know. Yeah, I know. And oh, she's I, in. Um, I wasn't familiar with her when Rich I saw Asians. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't really couldn't get into that movie. I watched like twenty minutes of it. I think. Wow, that 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 is the. We're learning quite a bit about. Uh, Jackie Andy, she watches the first 20 minutes and then she's out. She's like the person who reads like the first chapter and a half of a book. And if it doesn't get her, she's done. Wow. At least I start the movies, Corey. Not like you, the post articles about like uh, the, you know, uh, 
things that you're like, well, no, I haven't seen it. Here's just like a discussion about the movie. The um, what's the name of that movie? The the uh, the French movie, the girls and uh... cuties. Yes, exactly. I bring up discussion ideas. I did not say that. Uh, I I came out. What discussion? Because... How can you have a discussion about it? You post that on your social media. Here's something about cuties, and then you don't. It's not even enough. It's not like whatever the con- people having a conversation about it isn't even enough of a grab to you to go watch the movie. I was bringing it to me. I thought that people might find it interesting, and if it caught their eye, <laughs> but you would... don't find it interesting. Or you, or maybe you don't. You find it interesting, but you don't find it interesting enough to go through and actually like see what your perspective would be. How can you have a point of view on something if you haven't seen it? Because I wasn't going to talk about it. <laughs> Just putting it out there for people to talk about. Here you go. Talk about this on my social media. I cannot comment though because I have not seen the film. That is true. And this like... moment of silence is brought to you by the Rich Investing Podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> well, <laughs> so I think something happened with Crazy Rich. It was a pretty long movie. I wasn't getting that into it. Maybe I would go back. It wasn't like I... Sometimes you sit down, you don't necessarily have like a full time for the movie. And, you know, if it wasn't, it wasn't grabbing me and I never went back to it. Okay. That's fine. I mean, she was also in Ocean's Eight. I mean, she's a. Uh... I want oh, yes, to she see was. that. I haven't it's seen good, that. Another good movie. Well, like, not amazing, but it's a good, entertaining movie. I yeah. think actually, I watched both of them on a uh, plane, and um, I probably cried during both of them and laughed. I, I probably experienced all the emotions as I often do with every movie because, um, you know, I'm easily gotten. Gotten. Now, did you have to go and read how it ended first before you watched it, or did you go? No, with not not with those kinds of things. Actually, well, no, because I didn't have internet on the plane, so I wouldn't have been able to Google. Um, but those kinds of like are kind of you know feel good movies in a way. I want to say they're they're feel good, and so I kind of you know it's not too heavy. I kind of knew like okay, everything's gonna work out in the end, one way or another. Okay, and apparently she's uh, also in the. Uh... The sequel to uh, Jumanji. Ma- so, I'm uh, just looking at that. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wait, which the sequel to the sequel, like the yes, there was... the the new one that just came out, the third one. Yeah, but not the new right, the new new one. Correct. Yeah, because I'll watch that because that new one I liked. Yeah, you and the kids can sit back, you know, watch that. You know, you can tell uh, Moana's in it, and uh, it's <laughs> not Moana. Yeah, that's uh, Maui. Come Maui, on. Sorry. There was Moana was supposed to be. <laughs> that actress was supposed to be in um, a, a movie I heard was good. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, but what, I don't know. What do you think about that? Not telling a family oh, member. Oh, like, because I, cause I in, it, here, it's like usually the doctor would tell you the person with the disease. You yeah. would know right away, right? But I guess so there's some way that like someone's bringing you to the doctor or they just are communicating with the family and stuff like this that it's like the doctor's basically lying like you go and see the doctor and the doctor's like oh yeah this cough is like you know you had pneumonia a couple months back so it's just residual i'll give you some more antibiotics ignorance is bliss right is that the idea you know what i mean well how would you feel if it happened to you that's a lawsuit 
Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't like that. I don't. I don't like. I don't think that that's right. I don't. If it's a cultural thing, okay, but I don't think it's right. You can't lie to somebody about their condition. You have to tell them, unless they're like a little baby and they don't understand. But you have to tell uh, somebody what's going on with them. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it is like it is a weird catch twenty two. The idea of the fact that if if your if family members are telling the doctor not to tell you because they think that either you can't handle it or the idea that they feel that for your own best interest for you to be able to live your life and to be actually able, you know, basically because they don't think you can handle, you know, the responsibility of that type of diagnosis and they think it's what's best for you. I mean, can you actually be mad at a doctor for doing what your family feels is right? But the responsibility of the doctor is most likely for the patient. I mean, right. Like there's a thing about like, okay, omission, but then like general, like lying, it seems like, yeah, that does seem like you can't do that. I mean, it's one thing if you go, oh, hey, doc, like, this is my, like, I, you know, signed over, you know, whatever type of, uh, you know, document that, like, that's, uh, speak to them, right, you know, about my, you know, medical, you can speak to them about my medical issues, and then it's up to them to tell me, right, like, the doctor doesn't necessarily, you know what I mean, like, if, you get results. You can say, "Here, don't let me open it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to know. I don't, I don't want to know if it's good, it's bad." Blah, blah. Most people, I, you wouldn't be able to do that, knowing like, "Oh, I was sick, and here are the results, and I want to know if it's something more serious or not." It would be hard to like get your mind into this mindset of like, "Oh, well, I'll just think it's nothing <laughs> and live my life." But I mean, because it got brought up, like obviously since culturally there was people that were grew up in america it's like wait i don't this is i don't understand this right how can we do this and like um you know what if she has unfinished business or something or you know (laughs) what if she wanted to kiss everybody on the street (laughs) like it's hard to relate to it's hard to relate to having someone like a family member that wouldn't know something was wrong with them right yeah yeah i think it comes down to the idea of what's best for the person compared compared to what's best for the people around you i mean i think it comes down to you know what's more important you or your or how your health i guess is your health more important or is how your health you know reflects to other people, you know, because it's almost like a, the selfishness of other people on how you being sick is going to affect them. That like, but by, by them not well, you, you, well, they know you're sick though. Right. So I mean, by almost hiding it from the person is like, all right, if they don't know, then they, <laughs> you're denying like, me the right of everyone fawning over me that I'm dying. I get to see. <laughs> like, you know, what do you well, mean? I, I think it should be the person who's sick decision to tell whom they wish to tell and to deal with it how they wish to deal with it so right so if it's the other way around you think the person could hide it from their family yeah i mean i don't think that's nice um like i think that you should tell your family but it's still their decision if they choose not to it's really up to them because that i mean that's happened a lot i feel like or there's a lot of people deal with stuff in in different ways you know 
Right. Uh, so, I feel so you like have there to leave it. Movies where you know it's like someone has like, oh, let's do this whole thing, and we're going on this road trip, and blah blah, and then it's like, oh, well, meanwhile, well, oh, let me, I'll tell you why I have stage four cancer, <laughs> blah, blah, you know? Yeah. I have stage four, Jackie. I got it. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> for Jackie. Wait, I just watched um, Bad Mom's Christmas last night. Have you guys seen it? Uh, yes. I, so well, speaking of that, um, you know, like Kiki's mom, she's she has no boundaries and she she comes, you know, to save her the holidays and she wants to spend every waking minute with Kiki. And every time Kiki tries to set a boundary, she's like, I have cancer <laughs> or I she she's like, uh, she said some other some, something silly, but <laughs> Kiki's played uh, Kristen Bell's character, just Like she'll be like, "Oh, I have like glaucoma or something." Like she's just like saying like random. But then you medical want to spend issues. more time with them. That that's what she's doing. She's trying to like she's trying to um, get her to spend more time manipulate Kiki to spend time with her. Yeah, but that right. So she just comes up with these like things, and she's like, "Cancer? Like you have cancer?" She's like, "Of what?" She's like, "Of the heart." She's like, "Cancer of the heart," and. uh Every yeah, she just throws something out like every time uh he tries to set a boundary. I thought it was funny. You that you do see that too, so people could be abusing it, even if you don't I mean that's obviously probably relying that you had something wrong with you, but people could have like a true disease and be like uh using it to their advantage to try to like get sympathy or right? Yeah. I or guess you yeah. try to get sympathy if you had something. I try to get sympathy all the time. People to listen. Yeah, to I know. Podcast, so yeah, <laughs> it's probably like, oh, I can't. No, well, I can't have that diabetes. You know, can't have that. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say Jackie Rachel does get sympathy about gluten. She just just goes about it. It's the way you say it. That's the whole thing, right? It's just I've like been dealing with it since I, I was twelve. It's just my life. Yeah. Court, how long have you been dealing with diabetes, Corey? I don't know, a decade, I guess. Oh, yeah, so like, so a, like a, same. A same <laughs> for me. What about Bad Mom's Christmas? Oh, you can catch that on uh, Netflix. Oh. <laughs> where, where can I watch Cuties and bring that up? <laughs> uh, Netflix is well. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did, I did watch them. Cuties already. So if you had one day left, you spend it with your family? Or would you do something with do something for yourself? <laughs> do something with the podcast? No. Um, no, with yourself. Like you're with yourself all the time. For right? yourself, I'm saying. Oh. <sighs> no, I don't know. It would be so sad. Like, yeah, I feel like you'd have to like try like to get yourself out it. of like a whole rut of like looking at your family and knowing, you know. I don't know. But yeah, no, I wouldn't just be like, see you guys, the takeoff. <laughs> like, I, you know, I don't know. But I guess it's like if someone, that's what someone wanted to do, I guess. You know, I don't know. You could. You you would figure, though, people want to, like, even when you have a relative that's dying, a lot of times people go to spend time with them, right? Yeah. I don't know if anyone ever knows they have, like, one day. Like, sometimes, I, get, I don't know. I, or are you, like, so sick day. at that point? Like, what can you do? Yeah, I, I guess it would it would depend on like what's like the cause, like what's going to be the cause of death. 
Right. Like, Corey's like, I'm going to kill you tomorrow. So you have one day left. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, in your health now. I feel like you'd, you know, you'd probably be kind of confined anyway. Um, Guys, you know, uh, I got one day. I just want to finish this book. I got to, you know. I got one day. I got to find out who won the election. I started, I started Breaking Bad because I kind of, I got to watch the end of this. I mean. I got one day. I got to find out who. Who wins WrestleMania next year? That's what we do with my spare time. You only have one day, Corey. Day. Yeah. That's it. You you can't find out. Yep. Isn't that funny? When if you, when you're older, if you start watching a show, it's like you might not know how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be like Jackie Rachel. You gotta go and watch the find out. Read, read about. No, but what time. if it's like live, like on, like it's like a certain point, like someone gets old, like it, you know how like sometimes older people do have these like weird things they'll say, like but they're like not affected by it. But I could picture like, it, you know, an older person being like, oh no no, I, I don't watch. I, I always watch old things, so I know how they end. I can't start anything <laughs> new. I might die. And you're like, what, Grandma? What are you talking about? Like, do you know what I mean? Like they always like come out with these like crazy things. Like well, sometimes different... people can, like, they accept their mortality. Some people can't. Right. I feel like when people get older, sometimes that's just it. Like, Especially if you, if you feel like you've really lived, like, a long, fulfilling life, you know, that maybe you don't, you don't feel like you have so much, like, left to do. Yeah. I hope true. to be, I hope, I hope to get to that point. Some people say, like, oh, it's so much better, or, you know, being older because, there's all these things when you're younger, like insecurities and stuff that really hold you back. Um, and you feel free of that when you're older, which is nice that there's something to look forward to. Yeah. Or if, it, right, <laughs> if in the asteroid was coming for the Earth, you'd have no insecurity. You'd go around kissing everybody. <laughs> I guess you'd still, like, you know, you said, oh, you'd just kiss. So some insecurities, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I made it through the Jackie Mellow era of the podcast. I think I could live through anything. <laughs> Oh god. But I do think older people too, then they have this thing almost where they're just like, I'm I'm good. I'm done. And it's hard for like you when you're younger to understand that. You're like, no, what? What do you mean? Like like even I guess like because we've been watching Sopranos a lot, but his Tony Soprano's mother is always like, Oh take me now. Just have yeah. him take me now. <laughs> but you do hear like people speak like that you know maybe once you're i guess you just realize you're in like a certain circumstance and it's not going to get any better or whatever it is you know that you just go like i wish the lord would take me it's like there must be some part of untruth in that though right because you i mean they're not going and killing themselves it's like just like is it a true statement when they're saying that or is it you know i don't well, know i think that's a that's a it's a popular like millennialish uh or zillennial meme right now i see a lot of it online where people you know it'll be like a scenario where somebody dies and like the punchline of the joke is that they want it to happen the punchline i can't think of like a specific one right now like off the top of my Corey's head still trying but... to figure out zillennial well, I, cause I'm, I'm sorry. I had like a conversation with my friends where I, I'm starting to realize I don't, I don't really think I'm a millennial. I think I'm, I'm like in between like Z generation Z and millennial. So we're called zillennials. Mm-hmm. Is this an actual thing or did you create this uh, yourself? 
No, I, I did not create this. I always thought I was a millennial, but well, um, there's the one, um, the people on the other end. It's like if uh, my uh, what is it? My favorite robot. Oh my god, I can't think of the name of the show. But it's like there's a different, you know, uh, it, it's the same thing. Like people that don't think they're millennials on the. I wonder if every generation has felt this baby boomers and each generation has felt like they're not in there. It just feels like this millennial one is the biggest where people are like, uh, if you're on the end of it in the beginning or the end, it's like, wait, no, I wasn't, I'm not a millennial. It doesn't fit. I'm not an awful human being. Well, I felt like um, millennials get a lot of like slack, like, or I'm sorry. No, I don't know if that's the right term. They, they like, no, they no. um, they don't get a lot of flack. Flack, flack, flack. flack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because for it's, I don't know. I feel like there's always something that like the baby boomers are complaining about, like always putting down millennials. I'm like, what the heck? Like, and the millennials this- do it to the boomers. It goes back, right? Yeah, but the boomers Opa. deserve it. <gasps> oh. <laughs> You're not a boomer. Yeah, I know. What? I know. <laughs> You're not understand. a boomer. You, he's just. I, but he I understand. He feels so strongly for them. Oh my god. No. The millennials are terrible. That's what. Yeah, the, they're not though. They're not. It's, it's a weird stereotype that I feel like doesn't fit a majority of millennials. I don't really feel like a millennial though either. I guess. I mean, I thought I did, but. Oh, yeah, because you actually have drive and purpose. Yeah, I don't think it doesn't <laughs> seem like. I don't know. It's so hard. You're really. You might not be. Because the years, it it's so difficult because people can consider different years. Like you're right on the end, so I don't if it's included like a lot of things don't include your birth year in millennial if you're just looking but at generation us. z i'm all like i don't even have tiktok like I, there's no way <laughs> so I'm, I'm generation z over here i got look that makes you the generation well generation the tiktok z. generation TikTok. yes and i can't I can't relate I, to that. I've never even had a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> so I feel like I'm I'm like somewhere in the middle because I I'm obviously like a like an avid social media user and like you but like I, I feel like it is or also you probably feel misunderstood like a bat. It's like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this thing like you don't want people in general. I don't think want to be categorized and put into boxes, right? And I think like. To varying degrees, everyone has a certain extent where they're okay with it. And I feel like you are specifically someone that really doesn't want to be put into a box. Yeah. So don't put baby in a box. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, in um, the Nordic region, they do. um, They put babies in boxes. They have it's like part of their low infant mortality rate because they give all the infants like all the new parents these boxes and the baby can sleep in them so it's sort of like a like what in like the a world? Great, like a like a what i said what in the world is it so they don't die like from like sids or something yeah it's lowering that because it's giving you know like you're supposed to sleep on a hard surface and small you know when they're when you're younger so I don't know. I read this years ago about bo- <laughs> babies in boxes 
in I don't know if it was Sweden <laughs> or Norway. But won't they make like, your head it? flat? Well, no, in general, well, you have to like. Since you're a godmother, I'll let you should know these things. (laughs) (laughs) um, No, because of uh, they used to long ago, back in the baby boomer era, they they used to have babies sleep on their stomach. But I think with low when you have like low neck neck strength and you're not able to lift your head it you know the baby could kind of turn its head a little bit Corey, why are you shaking your head i don't know where the hell this where are we going right now nowhere <laughs> i'm just explaining this to jackie rachel <laughs> yeah then you could end up suffocating because you know not being able to lift your head and being flat laying down so they did switch it to say babies should lay on their back if you're always putting babies on their back you can get a flat spot on the back of their head which is kind of where you want to do like a rotisserie and like rotate them (laughs) it sounds way too complicated to have a baby (laughs) you want another one for the podcast though you said yeah yes yes but i won't be the one making sure it doesn't get a flat head. <laughs> but I'm no, sometimes top. babies just might naturally have, you know, I mean, sometimes they have that and they have like helmets and things like that and correct it and all of that. So it's not necessarily always that they're laying on their head. You know what I mean? Might just be more prone to it or something. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you can have a very oddly shaped head just naturally. Yes. Look at Corey. Low. Corey got up so we can't see his <laughs> head. <laughs> but if um any jackasses have i don't know any things that you think we should do before we die or (laughs) you know (laughs) um people we should kiss i don't know uh you can email us at you don't know jackie podcast at gmail.com check us out on instagram you don't know jackie you don't want to know Corey. Uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes or anywhere you listen when you're listening after you're done listening to our podcast. You can also check out the Workshoot Wrestling Podcast. That's another podcast that Corey has. Every time I bring it up, he like shakes his head and nods as if anyone can see that except for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And well, and Jackie Rachel. (laughs) I got eyes. If you like the music, you can uh, check out noburdenmusics.com and... Dancing uh, to it then. Excuse me? I said I was dancing to it then. Oh, you said, oh, you were just doing a little dance. That's what that was, I said. <laughs> a little head shake. Hmm. Bob and Weed. Well, thanks, uh, Corey, Jackie, Rachel, for joining me. Thanks, Brandon, for uh, sending over that, little, that article about the... Uh, world not ending but what if it did and thank you jackie asses for listening we hope you enjoyed the epi bye you ever actually anytime i don't know how many times i've been talking to Corey and his other lines ringing he gets lots of phone calls that's what he'd be doing with the the world ending he'd just be taking so many phone calls <laughs> Sorry, a lot, a lot of people want to talk to me. The world's ending. They need my advice. You know, <laughs> kind of what I, kind of what I do. I'm here. Do you we have one day to get Beetlejuice? You gotta go rent that from Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think uh, Brandon would be doing in 
if the world I don't know. Ended. I was wondering if he was, um, if he chimed in, if he had any idea of what he would do with, um, I mean, spend you should ask him and over. record it and put it in post. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> Corey, yeah, Corey's done with doing work. A millennial, a person whose upbringing and life experiences are like that of a millennial, 1981 to 1996, and a Gen Z, 1997 to 2012, but whom doesn't properly fit into either generation. Millennials are too young to be proper millennials, but too old to be Gen Z. Millennials can be considered the union of the last few years of millennial and the first few years of Gen Z, such as 1995 1998 were considered a distant micro generation on its own. Some Zillennials can be pulled towards Millennials or Gen Z based on when their parents and siblings were born. Example, a 1996 baby is the youngest children with older siblings born in the early 90s lean more Millennial. A 1998 baby who is the oldest children with younger siblings born in the 2000s is much more Gen Z. Millennials are defined by graduating after the Great Recession and after the re-election of Obama in 2012 but never being in high school when Trump was in office. Being in high school before more than 50% of high school students owned a smartphone in 2013. Never being able to vote in typical millennial youth elections like in 2008 and 2012, but was able to vote in a presidential election for the first time in 2016. Finally, a millennial never being affected by the raise of the age to being able to buy tobacco products to age 21 in the U.S. because they were at least 21 already. Zillennial. Wow. I guess it was a real thing. <laughs>